Welcome to the fourth episode of the Power of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Nick Mullen. Um, in this episode, I sit down with Jillian Calder. Um, I don't know if I can capitalize too much on what we talked about in this episode. It's very, very, very interesting. Totally left field. Um, she is a, we'll call her a sleep coach. Um, or a dreaming coach. I'm not even sure what to call her. Uh, she deals with, with lucid dreaming and uh, helps clients get into a state where they can fully internalize and experience um, all that lucid dreaming can offer. And so let's hop right into it. You know, one thing you guys know, for those who, who have been listening over the last three episodes, um, through my Instagram and through um, all my platforms is that um, I'm at an interesting place right now with this podcast and with my content. Um, as you know, I'm at a very grinding spot right now where I need to um, produce a lot of content where, you know, I, I'm, I'm self-aware of the, of the fact right now that I don't have much leverage. Um, but I think it's an interesting point of time right now where in 10 years, five years, whatever, um, I'm going to be able to look back on this time and be like, wow, like, I just did those things anyway, even though a lot of people thought that um, it might be weird or, or you know, all weird or unusual. Um, I think that's a point in anyone's business um, endeavors that they need to go through. And I think it's a point that really um, marks, you know, uh, marks how you're going to go about the rest of your career. Um, so I'm super excited about the next three months, um, especially with this with, pod, with this podcast. Um, and I'm super excited to have our first official guest on the podcast um her name is jillian caldera and uh we met on linkedin um because i'm i'm a crazy man on linkedin i like to connect with a lot of people and, and have conversations um and it ironically um this is a very interesting you know we'll call it story um and i think one that a lot of people will get a lot of uh value from but a lot of uh entertainment from i guess as well because it's a bit of a different um field that not a lot of people are aware of um and it I, i'll call it the uh i'll call it the um lucid dreaming industry <laughs> or the dream the dream coaching industry um and so thank you for being on my podcast and and i and i i'm excited to hear the this story again as we as we did on the phone call, on the phone call a couple weeks ago so um i guess just kind of introduce yourself and uh give a little bit of your story and, and kind of what you do Sure. Well, thanks for reaching out. Um, I'm always excited to talk a little bit more about dreaming and what you can do with it. Um, so again, my name's Jillian and I, I've always had a very active dream life. Um, even as a child, I just remember my dreams were really intense and vivid and um, so lifelike. And it's just something that always stuck with me. Um, so about a year ago, I started a blog where I wanted to kind of experiment with using different herbs and oils and just different old wives tales to kind of see what effect they would have on my dreams. And um, so I would take this herb and try it for the week and then just kind of write about what my dreams were like um, with each different herb or oil. And then from there, uh, people started reading the blog and reaching out saying, Either they didn't have dreams or they wanted to dream more or they wanted to experience lucid dreaming. So um, I realized there is this market, not a very large market, but you know, there's some people out there that um, are interested in sort of exploring their life while they sleep. 
Uh, so that's kind of where I come in and I work with people um, all across the board, wherever they are in their, their dream world, their dream experience. Um, so it's pretty neat. So I start with the people that don't remember their dreams and want to all the way up to the people that are having lucid dreams and want to learn how to interact with them more. Mm. Yeah. So I guess, I guess to like dive a little deeper, one thing that I kind of, one reason like this was very interesting to me is because I've never experienced a lucid dream. Um, but I have experienced dreams that have been very vivid, but not realizing that, um, I was in that dream until I was out of that dream, mm -hmm. which I guess quote isn't actually a, a, a lucid dream. Um, can you explain like what it, maybe like what the experience is like being in a lucid dream? Yeah, so there's a couple different ways that it can go. Um, so kind of the beginning stages when you start having lucid dreams is you um, kind of become aware that you're dreaming and you're like, wow, this is awesome. I'm in a dream right now. And typically like you get so excited that you wake up and you're like, oh, that's it. It's done. Um, so that's kind of like the beginning of it. You just sort of look around and you realize you're dreaming. Then when you kind of learn a little bit more about how to control it, you're able to interact with the dream. Um, so what that looks like is you think about a dream, any dream that you've had, there's always characters in your dream. In a lucid dream, you can interact with those dream characters. You can ask them questions. You can talk to them. Um, I've had lucid dreams where I'm sitting on a bench next to somebody and I'm like, are, are you dreaming right now? Cause I'm dreaming right now. And they're like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, this is so cool. Like what that's should you crazy. do? It's that's, really crazy. crazy. And, you know, and it's like, it's funny because like throughout history, there have been, um, just different accounts of people like having lucid dreams and mutual dreams and how they kind of use that to sort of work together for whatever they, their goals are. Um, so it's pretty fascinating. So anytime I'm talking to a dream character in a dream, I'm like, are you dreaming? Am I dreaming? I always like hope the next day, like somebody will reach out to me and say, oh yeah, you, you, we dreamt together last that night. That would be crazy. So I actually, I did have a client one time and her and I, she was very, very strong with lucid dreaming. So her and I set up a night where we were gonna both dream and we we're both gonna go to a familiar place and talk in the dream and we were gonna exchange a secret. The next day we'd regroup and kind of discuss the wow. secret. Yeah, so I mean, it's, <laughs> well, there's really no limit. Um, you can use your lucid dreams to sort of like figure out where you need to take your next step in life. You can ask for mm. a minute. Um, a lot of times it works for different artists in terms of like musicians will like hear their songs in their lucid dreams or write their lyrics or, um, maybe a painter will see like their next masterpiece. So you can really, I mean, there's the options are, are endless with it. This is interesting though. I guess like, I guess subconsciously there's reasons that a lot of people find interest and are intrigued by certain things. One of the things for myself, um, I guess one reason why I think I'm so interested in this is because, um, I'm naturally a creative person. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I get a lot of hunches on like during the day. Like I, I was having a notebook or I, or I, even if I don't, I, I'll get a napkin and write my ideas down, my ideas down. Um, so like when I, when I say a hunch, like that, that idea that just pops in your head out of nowhere, it almost feels like that is that my own idea uh, right. kind of thing. And so like, I'm curious to hear like, if this kind of has something in some kind of connection with, with this lucid dreaming, because, um, you know, one of my 
uh, one of the things that I'm super into is spirituality and um, meditation and, and kind of finding uh, true presence and, and things along those lines, whatever you want to call that yeah. whole, 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 the whole thing over there. But um, I'm curious, like for myself and my business endeavors and in my creative endeavors um, and overall, like, is there a benefit that is similar to meditation or anything along those lines that I could potentially find um, in, in something like this or, or that anyone listening um, could potentially find, if absolutely. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if you already enjoy meditation and are, you know, you can get yourself into that space, you can even do that in your lucid dream. Like you can sit mm. down and like put, you can create a whole environment around you, like wherever you like picture yourself meditating and, um, and do that there and connect to like your higher self, you know, connect with, um, spirit, if you will, you know, depend, I don't know. Yeah. Terminology. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you can definitely do that and then get guidance through there. Um, a lot of times I've gotten into a dream and I've talked to a dream character and, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And, you know, it's like this guru or something. And, and I'm like, I need somebody to talk to. So a dream character showed up and I said, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And I remember his like answer was, you know, just like so profound, but yet like so annoying. Cause I was like, you're not giving me an answer. You know, like he's like, I believe you are supposed to be doing with your life. And I'm like, I believe right. you're supposed to be answering this question for me, <laughs> you know? And it was like, not helpful. Um, right. But maybe if you don't like, you know, if you have realistic expectations, you know, I wasn't clear enough on what I was asking for. I just, I right. wanted That's big. Yeah. You need That's to be very interesting. Yeah. You, you can't just be like, what do I need to do to like mm -hmm. my life? Like, what do I need to do with my family or this? You know, you have to be very clear about what it is. Mm -hmm. um, one, yeah. One thing that um, a bunch of people asked me over a period of time is like, and one person actually asked me this in my DMs on Instagram just yesterday actually is because they see me doing these things at a young age. Um, and they're, they're like, you know, how do you stay motivated or how do you, um, like, why are you always like able to just be like, wake up and just like do what you're doing. Right. Which is, I, I get, I get the question because, um, when you're in a, it, it, when you're in a different paradigm or if you're in a different mind state, um, it does, it feels, it looks so foreign. It seems so foreign when you see other people just like clicking. Right. Mm -hmm. And the thing I said was, I guess the first thing you need to kn know or set for yourself is like, what do you want to do with your life? Right. Or what, like, what do you want? Right. Right. Cause you, like, you can't be motivated if, if you can't just be motivated, motivated about nothing. Right. Right. For so sure. like, it doesn't make sense to have a first, the first step being like, Oh, this is what I want. Right. Because if it's so up in the air, it's like, okay, well, it doesn't really make sense to wake up and be like jumping out of your socks. Right. You know? Um, and so I guess how this kind of applies to this is, um, one thing I've been doing for, I guess about a year now is heavy or not even a year, probably like 10 months, um, is like visualization work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think this could apply to the lucid dreaming because I get into a meditative state, um, intentionally to, to visualize experiences that I want to create in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy for those who are listening or watching. Um, I've had several experiences like short-term ones that, kind of manifested themselves in a matter of like two weeks 
Mm, that's awesome. And that's just a matter of me getting into a heavy, uh, a heavily meditated state or meditative state. Um, and just kind of putting myself into a situation that isn't the situation that I'm actually in right. and like tricking and tricking my, tricking my brain to actually believe that I like, or tricking my brain and my body to believe that I, I'm actually experiencing that. That's so my cool. whole, the whole DNA kind of like switches to another, another reality. Yeah. And I got, I got this from a book called, um, those listening, breaking the habit of being yourself. I don't know if you read that, um, mm -hmm. Julian, great book. It's like mind blowing. That's right. Um, yeah, I forget the author's full name, Dr. Dispenza. Yeah. Dr. Dispenza. Um, you can find him on Instagram or, or wherever he's all over the place, but it, the whole, the whole, the whole premise is, um, using artificial experiences basically in meditation to change your um, mental makeup. Mm -hmm. I guess changing your DNA, but not really. Um, so that, you know, you're literally rewiring the way you think, the way you, and ultimately the way you act, right? Because subconsciously we act in a way um, that kind of mimics our, our current state. So what, what if like, what if you can change your state that you're in currently, your actions are gonna change whether you know that they are or not. Yeah. So. This is something that I'm super passionate about. I could talk about this for like three hours, but um, I'm curious how that could happen in a lucid, like, because I'm sure a lucid dream can get like super vivid and like, it's almost, it's almost, it, I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to say it's difficult to get into a state where those, those uh, visualizations really become super effective because it has to be emotionalized. It has to be, you have to really believe for a moment in time that you're in that situation uh -huh. for it to be real. Like it has to be real. Right. right. Just like a dream seems real. Right. So I'm curious to like the potential for creating a situation in your lucid dreams that really kind of rewires your brain. Almost. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you can get creative with it, you know, you, I mean, you definitely can. And I think, um, it's almost like a video game. If you play video games or if you've ever played video games, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like a Minecraft, for example. I don't really know it that well, but what I understand is like you're sort of building this environment. Like it's exactly what's happening in your lucid dream. You're building this environment and you're, you are you're in your own body, you're in your own place and you're just sort of slowing yourself down enough to like look around and think like, what, what do I need to do right now? What do I want to mm -hmm. do right now? Um, and, and what can I do right now? And it's just sort of like building up this environment for yourself. Um, and, and then it's just like whatever goals you have for it. You mm -hmm. know, like I had one of my most incredible lucid dreams was um, it started just very basic. Like I realized I was dreaming and I had been going really deep in my lucid dreams, trying to seek these answers. I'm like, you know what? I just want to fly. All I want to do is fly around. And I did. And I flew around and the dream ended up taking me um, into the kitchen where my grandmother was. And when I dream about her, she's usually not very healthy. Um, she's kind of the way she was when she passed away. But she was very healthy in this dream and vibrant and just lively. And I realized that this lucid dream was bringing her healing and myself healing because mm. she see that she was finally getting to a better place. And I was helping her get there. Um, I don't know. It was, one, it was one of my best dreams that I ever wrote about. And it ended up being published. It was a really awesome dream. But I guess the point is, when you're in that dream state, you can create anything you want to create. But then sometimes, like, things will pop in there that you also need to work with, like, that you're not expecting. 
Mm. Like almost things that you, that like the universe is telling you you need to deal with. For sure. Yeah. For wow. Sure. I mean, that happens not just in lucid dreams, but in any dream, really. Like when you have like recurring dreams and the same themes or the same objects coming to you, that's mm -hmm. definitely like an indication of something you need to work wow. I think you have like great building blocks for getting yourself into lucid dreaming because you do all that visual visualization. Mm -hmm. um, Cause that's like one of the first things I tell my clients is like, you know, you need to become so aware of your awake life and your environment and look around and just like, look for things, anything that seems off because mm -hmm. when you're dreaming and you see something that's off, like that's your first indication that you're dreaming. You know, so like if you're looking outside and you see the sky is blue, like that's normal. If you see the grass is green, that's normal. But in a dream, you might notice that's weird. The sky is green. Like it shouldn't be like that. I must mm -hmm. be dreaming. And then that sort of step. That's where you kind of step into that self-awareness during the dream. Exactly. Wow. So would you say it's like definitely like a learning, like a learning process? Yeah, but I think everybody is capable of learning it. I just think it takes like dedication and persistence. Um, and just kind of like being aware during your waking hours that you're awake and that you're not dreaming, but just keeping that in your mind, mm -hmm. you know, looking around like, am I dreaming right now? Am I in a dream? No, I'm not. This is my reality. Um, because if you do those things consistently while you're awake, you're going to do them again while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of gets you into that state a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, talking to you now and, and hearing your perspective on it, I can tell that you're a very self-aware human being, right? And so it sounds like that's kind of like a prerequisite. Like you kind of have to be a self-aware person to be able to get to that state where you're like, oh, I'm dreaming. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're, if, you, if you're awake and it's just a normal day like it is right now, and like a lot of people aren't self-aware to begin with. Right. So it's almost like how can, it's almost like how is that going to happen if you aren't self-aware to begin with in the in the in the present moment um during a, a normal day mm -hmm. and so i think that's super important because um in going back to the whole visualization thing um you talked about how you you were like yeah i want to fly which is like oh wow like you can actually like control what's happening in the dream it's crazy like you can because obviously you're not going to fly in real life. We don't have wings. Right. But like the the experience like in visualization, the normal visualiz visualization of goals, like it's not that far off from where you are right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Like I'll, I'll, for everyone listening and watching, like I'll give you what one of my biggest ones right now. One of my biggest ones is me um, holding, I'm not, I don't have the mug right now, but uh, I have this specific mug that I use and it's on, it's on my Instagram and stuff like that. Um, it says, um, it says, who says we have to grow up and has Mickey Mouse on it. Um, it's just like a, it's like a symbolization thing that I, that I use. And, um, I'm on, uh, the deck of a, of a luxury, um, condo in this big building in, in, in the middle of a big city. Right. And, um, two floors, right. I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my, um, my suit. Right. And, um, in this, in this reality, I'm looking over the city, um, and there's a slight breeze, like it's it's like vivid, like it was like details, yeah. right? My my book is sitting behind me on the chair while I'm standing, leaning against the thing, leaning against the the railing. I'm looking over the city, and in that in that moment, I realize, and it really internalizes, it hits me in the chest, what I had accomplished to that point. Yeah. 
and I won't say what the actual accomplishment is for my own sake, right. but right. It's that emotional thing. Yeah. So I'm so like that. And that's not that far off. I mean, you talk about flying, right. You're able to sure. get, make that a reality. I mean, it's not that far off, right. The way you feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. I just got to, that's like a good indication. Right? You're, Isn't yeah, that crazy? Sure. Yeah. That's like yeah. my confirmation that like things are, you know, accurate. That's great. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, um, it's almost like if someone is capable of in a dream creating a, a reality that they're flying like that or whatever it may be, it might, might even be like half as, half as ludicrous as that. Like you can create a situation in your mind where you're in the, in, you're in that reality. Like yeah. I've had several times when I've been like, I'm in this reality, like it's mm-hmm. crazy, but I'm awake. I'm in a meditation. I'm not, I'm not even asleep. Right. So I think that the potential for someone to actually get into a state like that and literally reprogram the way they feel about themselves, the way but they their perspective on the situation, um, confidence, you know. Absolutely. I, I, especially for salespeople. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's ways that you can get in there and just practice, you know, your pitch. There's ways you can get in there and that's awesome. Practice like. Um, anything or even just like see you know the words to like a book or a poem you want to write like things like that mm-hmm. um i used it before like last year i was training for the broad street run and i was just like so physically lazy at the gym like i just didn't feel like doing anything and i was like this sucks i'm not doing this i don't care but like i've done it before i know the feeling of finishing so i would train in my dreams um and of right. course, it didn't give me like the physical benefit, but it gave me the confidence. Like I would be mental, and I'd put myself like on that treadmill, and I'd run, and I'm like, "All right, you can do this, Jillian. Like, get your ass in the gym, and let's do this." So, I think it's um, there, there's like so many different things that you can do with it. They did a study, actually. I don't know if you've heard of this. I don't remember what it was called. They did a study where literally they had a group of people. There was two groups there was some task that they were trying to accomplish, right? One group physically practiced it and the other group mentally closed their eyes and visualized practicing it. No difference at all. Wow. Yeah. Right. Awesome. That shows you how much, it, how much mental it is instead it's of just physical. Me- yeah. Right. So- yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the subconscious mind, I think it's like 40 million neurons or something like that gets fired off each second when um, the, the conscious mind fires off 40 neurons, period. Yeah. 40 million versus 40. And people, and, and, and then people wonder why they keep, they can't, they can't take action. They can't, they can't change their habits. It's because it's their subconscious. It's everything, I think. And so, um, yeah. You're also you have any, willingness to do it as well. And I don't, I think a lot of people yeah. are lacking that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, do you, do you have any suggestions? Cause I'm, I'm super, obviously I'm like super into this. Um, do you have any suggestions for, uh, even just someone random, um, steps that they could take or like any advice for how they could potentially step into this, um, this practice of, of lucid dreaming or some way of like taking a first step. Cause I know a lot of people and myself included, um, when you hear about something or some accomplishment, it's like, yeah, go try this, go start trying this. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people need that first step or like some, some kind of actionable um, thing that they can do to be like, Oh, this is my first step in, 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 in on my journey to trying this. Is yeah. there anything that you would have in, in that regard? 
Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of goes back to that visualization a little bit. It's just like taking time throughout the day, kind of stopping what you're doing and looking around and paying attention to your five senses. What do I see? Everything looks normal. Okay, great. What do I hear? Can I taste anything? Do I smell anything? Like, let me feel my hands. They're soft. I can't put a hole through my hand. Like just doing like stopping throughout the day and doing that kind of thing, being aware that you're awake and not dreaming, kind of doing that six, seven, eight, 12 times a day. Um, that just gets your brain into that process of evaluating your environment. And then when you're in a dream, your brain is still going to try to do that. And you're going to notice when things are off. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest ways to kind of start with it. Um, and then the other important thing to do is sort of nurture your dreams in the sense of like, pay attention to them. Like anything that you pay attention to is going to reward you, you know? Right. Um, so when you wake up in the morning, whatever you remember about your dream, write it down, you know, Mm. write it down. Um, whatever little details, big details, whatever you have, um, just because that starts getting you in the process of like waking up in the morning and recalling what you dreamt about. that sort of like fosters that relationship. Um, and then I think, um, another important step is just flew out of my head. What I was going to the advice I was going to give you. Um, Oh, staying off electronics before you go to sleep. Yeah. Said than done. (laughs) Quality of sleep. That's quality of sleep too. Having crappy sleep habits or like health habits in general, probably, probably, uh, contribute to the ability or inability to do stuff like this um do you have like a sleep regimen um no i mean i usually like i always reread my journal before i go to bed my dream journal um not the whole thing but i'll just like highlight dreams that i've like written down in the past um because that sort of gets my brain going Mm -hmm. um no and i'm i'm pretty lucky in the sense that once my head hits the pillow i'm out like i'm just done Um, yeah but i think um meditation is great before bed mm-hmm. um you know even if you're like just laying in bed closing your eyes like it, you don't have to make it like a, a ritualistic kind of thing like it can mm-hmm. even be like shutting your eyes and programming you're saying like i'm going to sleep now i will dream tonight i will have a lucid dream tonight um and just like having confidence in yourself that you can do it because we can all do it um just not second mm-hmm. guessing. um yeah I also have a ton of stuff on my website, like all of my old blogs. There's like tons of information there. So that's always a good place to take What's a look. your website so everyone can hear it? Um, it's under the covers and dreaming.com. Um, okay. There are my blog posts kind of about the dream experiments I was doing. Um, and then I also have a bunch of different information about lucid dreaming and um, astral traveling and all different kinds of things. So um, that's a good place if you're looking for a bunch of information. It was under the covers Very dreaming. Friendly. What's that? It was under the covers dreaming. Dr- under the covers and dreaming.com. And dreaming. I'll just make sure to give you a little plug at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to plug the peeps. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, um, you know, I'll, I'll get nothing out of it, but like at least it'll give you some information. Um, Oh yeah, good. Um, one of the uh, things I did want to touch on because this is uh, a, a part of this podcast is ultimately the marketing and content creation side and like how you speak to your audience and 
all those good things. I'm curious to hear like what kind of stuff you're doing and, and uh, you know, if you're creating content, what you're doing on the platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and what kind of has been your strategy thus far? Has it been organic? Have you done any advertising? Um, just kind of sharing your two cents in that, in that, in that department. Sure. Um, definitely organic, not doing advertising. Um, I have a very hard time like plugging myself, like even just saying like, go to my website was hard for me. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm just going to say it anyway. Yeah. Right. I, don't know. I mean, um, I think it's like one of those things that um, anything like spiritual, I think sometimes scares people and isn't taken seriously. Mm. Um, I think sometimes I have a hard time on LinkedIn because it's much, it feels to me much more um, conservative, I guess, but hearing from you was awesome. That's an, interest, that's an interesting insight. I want to talk about that when you're done, but go ahead. Yeah. So there's that. So like with LinkedIn, I was like, Oh, I have a message. This is exciting. <laughs> Nobody reaches out to me on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, Instagram, that's interesting to me. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I use Instagram a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, I think just connecting with other people that are in my circle, there's a lot of dreamers that I follow on Instagram. So it's a lot of, um, going back and forth with them and, you know, just commenting on their content and just, you know, um, I don't know. I think it's really hard to market yourself and oh yeah, get followers. And I feel like there's this pressure where I'm just like, listen, I just hope somebody's reading this and benefiting from it really is what yeah. it comes down to. Is there a certain kind of content that you create? I, I mean, I don't know. Do you create content on a consistent basis to begin with, or is that a department that you feel like you kind of lack in? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I need to create more. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing the blog, I was doing it every day when I was doing the experiments. Um, and that was giving me okay. so much to write about. But yeah, now I kind of struggle a little bit with, uh, you know, how do, how do I get people to dream more and care about it and pay more attention to it? So that's kind of mm-hmm. um, a struggle for me right now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you talked about LinkedIn and that, that was an interesting insight because one of the things actually has been changing over the last, I don't know how long it is. I guess I, I'll just say the last couple of years is LinkedIn is becoming Facebook. Okay, interesting. Okay, so like I'll, I'll even show you like I, one of my methods for communicating on LinkedIn is voice messages. Okay. And so if you have the, I mean, this doesn't have to apply to you, but this, maybe this can um, alter your current belief of, of LinkedIn a bit. Um, if I go to, if I go to a message, I can go in and be like, go to this little thing right here. Like just to give you an example, like I can touch this little microphone button. If you have the, the, um, the, actual mobile version of LinkedIn, I can go in here and be like, and hold this button and um, literally record a, a voice message instead of a text message. You can see it's recording. Okay. I can yeah. be like, hey, John, like, da, 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 da. I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, thanks for the message. Da, da, da. Like, I'll do that like almost every day. Um, okay. And it's like a really cool um, Does it way to text or it's audio? No, it's audio. Oh, no, it's yeah. Audio, yeah. It's a, there's an audio bar you touch it and it you hear the person talking so it's a very cool like personal way to like communicate with people um yeah. so that's maybe that's something that you could you could uh utilize with people yeah. that you know are potentially interested in being a client of yours um in terms of 
because I know I know you said you don't do much content in general. Um, I think that would really benefit you um, to do more. Like even even just this would be cool. Um, I'll send you the the clips from this and yeah, for sure. I think it's a matter of allowing the people that you're talking to to understand that it's not a crazy thing. Mm -hmm. To understand like this is something that like first of all is super cool and interesting. Kind of like storytelling, I think, is a good way to get people past that barrier point. Um, kind of sharing your story and then um, education on like how it can actually benefit them. Um, and I think, you know, obviously it's cool and all um, to experience it, which I think certain people just would, would just want to do it to, for the experience. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's a huge market if, like, down the road, if you can figure out how to get. Um, people like me yeah maybe like people who want to you know unlock like potential that they haven't found yet through visualization right. and stuff like that yeah. i mean i don't know you know where you're at with that but like there's a big market there yeah no i think that's um what i've tried to do or what i've tried to get across but i'm not getting that mm -hmm. i'm not getting the um audience to pick up on it or to see that so yeah i need to it's definitely something i need to work on just from your like organic content yeah yeah that's one that's the one problem with organic content like i mean i could i could spend five hours um editing this crazy video right and 10 people might see it right because you know only certain people will see it. it's just a matter of organic content um so one of the things that i've i've done over the last six months or so um, which is one of the things that I do for my clients, uh, it, which is basically the biggest thing I do for my clients is I do, um, I pay to have my content distribu distributed to people that I know fit my, my, my client profile. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like let's, let's say we're targeting, um, people between the age of 35 and 45, we can go, Hey, Facebook, show this piece of content that I created and show it to my, my own audience, show them this. Right. Right. And what happens is you're literally showing you're like the people that are interested or potentially interested in yourself are seeing it before they even know who you are. Okay. What happens? What happens? Oh, now more people know who I am. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I don't know if you know who Grant Cardone is, Ty Lopez, um, all these, the, you know, the big people that you see on Instagram that have big following. This is part of the thing that they're doing. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't know who already follow them. Um, a lot of people see um, advertisements that are just pieces of content saying, hey, this is how you can get start get started um, with achieving this area of your life, right? They don't even have a, a call to action. There's no website to go to, nothing. Right. They just invested in having that content distributed to have more people be like, oh, that's that guy who, or, oh, oh that's Jillian. I remember her. Mm -hmm. she, I had that on my feet. I didn't even follow her, but it said sponsored. But like, oh authority figure now right. it's like oh this person is something that they're really solving in this in this or, or, or providing in this marketplace and so i thought i'd bring that up it's super interesting mm -hmm. because especially on instagram and facebook the the or the um organic reach is going down so like you said you might post something and or, you know maybe 10 people will see it <laughs> right right and so it's almost like what is the what is the value of taking that time to create that content in the first place, okay. right? Sure. That's a great point because I do you know? spend quite a bit of time doing that. Time um, is money, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so. so I guess the 30 hashtag rule, that doesn't 
get me anywhere. <laughs> well, it can certainly get you somewhere in the short term. Right. I mean, I, I mean, if we're talking about, you know, effort and return on that effort spent, right? Like, is there really a downside to using hashtags? Not really. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take you a long time to create hashtags. What takes you a long time is taking three hours to create a 30 second video. Right. Right. Which you should do, but you can get much more bang out of your buck or, you know, get much more ROI from that investment of time on that one piece of content. If you invest, let's say a dollar a day or $2 a day, or even $10 a day for some people, or even a hundred dollars a day for some people to distribute that content. Right. Um, and it's almost like, you know, if, if you really believe that time is money, then you're all you're doing is reallocating that that money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people will say, oh, I don't have oh, $5 a day to spend on, uh, on um, you know, paying for this content to be shown to more people. Well, you, you probably do. Right. You know, if you, if you drink a $5 coffee every single day, right? right. Or just going back to that time is money um, example. Yeah. If you're spending more time, a, a ton of time doing all these things, you're spending a lot of time messaging people as your only way of outreach. Right. All you're doing is reallocating money basically because right. you're losing money while messaging those people while doing all those, all that video editing, content creation, you know, it's yeah. just reallocation of money at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's uh, yeah, it's, it's something to really think about for anyone that is, um, who's trying to monetize their audiences anyone who is trying to use digital to reach more people. Um, and ultimately think about this, like how much of an authority figure does that make you? Right. Mm -hmm. Even just seeing that as a sponsored post, like, Oh, this person's investing in getting this in front of me. Yeah. That immediately, that, Im that immediately puts you in, in a, in a, in a place, a place of authority. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think it's also interesting that I've never really seen anyone at least me personally, I've never really seen anyone in this, in this niche. So I'm curious to see if this is an under, uh, populated field right now, which is going to go to your advantage. Definitely. Yeah, um, it definitely is. I mean, there's plenty of people out there, but I don't know that anybody, I don't know how, how many people are doing it as a business, you know, or using it as, um, you know, just like an awareness kind of thing or if there if there's more to it so yeah i don't know i i struggle with where does this go really i think ultimately i just would love to work with more people and get everybody dreaming so that they can kind of unlock their potential you know mm -hmm. um, yeah find their unravel their mysteries that's where that's like that's where i get the most like interest out of this because um you know obviously as a digital advertiser and marketer i have to write ad copy and, and, and do, I have to, I, you have to be a creative person to really, um, really tap into people's reactive states yeah. when you're trying to, when you're trying to say, you know, bring a message to an audience and get them to take action. You can't just say, Hey, here's what I do. Do you want it? it doesn't right. work like that. Right. You have to, you have to redirect someone's attention, redirect their desire. Cause everyone has desires, right? Mm -hmm. If you so like, if you were, if you were trying to get someone to go and watch a piece of content on a, on your website, right? Like you have, you can't just say, Hey, I have this thing that uh, it's about lucid dreaming, how to lucid dream, right? You have to first get them to obviously pay attention to what you're saying right. and then find a way to 
redirect the internal desire that may, they might, they might not even know that they have a desire to do it. Right. Right. It might be in the fact that, um, they're kind of lost in their life. They, they want to experience some kind of change. Right. It might not be in the, in terms of like lucid dreaming specifically, but lucid dreaming might be uh, a gateway or a bridge for them to experience what they do desire to have. Yeah. So like, it's this whole thing. Right. And, going full circle here like flow state is key to being able to write um in a way that is captivating right mm -hmm. so like being able to be in a flow state while i'm writing it or or creating something is something that like i don't always as a human being have like i'm always in a, i'm always in a certain state so i'm always trying to optimize my life so i'm always in a, a flow state which is mm -hmm. obviously hard right? yeah and so you know, it's, I'm, I, you know, obviously I'm super curious on how this could potentially have some, like so many hunches coming through my head that I'm like, oh, I have all this, duh, 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 right? And so I think it's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. And um, I think just talking to you about it gets me like a new level of excitement again. Like it's reintroduced it, you know? Um, yeah desire to make it more than it is right now so hell yeah and then, yeah and yeah you got it and and that's something where everyone reaches an equilibrium point right or their like current state everyone like that's why people that's why people struggle with uh they try to they get the car and they're happy for a couple of minutes and then they're like oh <laughs> and then they reach equilibrium right which is why you have to be internally happy before yeah. they, or else it doesn't matter, right? All right. What are you doing? Right. Right. I reach my new equilibrium. What's next, right? right. They're, they're always just trying to like reach, which yeah. is fine, right? You want to be, you want to be ambitious, right? But it's not, doesn't really go anywhere if internally. You're just like, right. I, I'm looking for external things. And so we all like, even in your business, like you may, maybe, maybe you've reached an, an equilibrium point to some extent where you need to like, be like, oh, like, what's next right like right and so i think like what you said like you found like some kind of you have like some kind of hunch right now but like i think if you explore how more of a problem can be solved yeah where there's an actual like big monetary attachment to that mm -hmm. not only will you be able to earn more per client but that'll allow you to open up the gates where you're like okay i can deeply help this one client You'll have more time to help, um, you know, more clients if you do certain things. But if you get to a point where you're like seriously bringing a massive, massive shift in someone's life, like if, let's say business people, right? And I think I think you have a like a huge potential there, just based off the fact that meditation, spirituality are becoming more and more common now. People sure. are like waking up, whatever right. that means, right? Yeah, people are starting to realize, oh, there's more to life than me just going through my problems every day and just being like, oh, this is my life, right? Yeah. So in that regard, you have a that's on your side, right? Because then, I mean, if someone starts to meditate, they're gonna start real. They're gonna start thinking like I have in this on this podcast episode. Oh, what what else is there? Mm -hmm. And if you can kind of put yourself in that spot where you're like, this is what's next. And yeah. If that's it, and you have the if you have your ducks in a row where that's that becomes like oh like that's what i want next right and if you if you can pair that with like an actual solution to something that they're that they're like 
having a problem with their life, like that's like, I mean, you could do a lot of different stuff, you know? So. Exciting. Huh? It's exciting. I mean, that, that idea is very exciting. I mean, you have to sleep anyway. You may as well get some work done while you're sleeping. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Personal work. What you just said, (laughs) what you just said is an example of flow. Mm -hmm. Right. Because in the moment when, when you were saying that you were in a flow state, because that it was just so creative. You were like, oh my God, like, <laughs> you might as well do this while you're sleeping, right? That's an example of a piece of content. That's an example of how you would start a piece of content, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You sleep eight hours, six hours, nine hours already, right? And you're like, well, you might as well use that to get some work done. Right. Then they're like, what does she mean? Right. That's an example of bridging the gap to the next line or the next do- piece of dialect. Sure. Right. Okay bring an ad copy even if it's just a video where you're talking to the camera bringing that first line the whole the whole point of the first line is being like hey you need to read the second line right then the whole point of the second line is hey you need to read the third line etc 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 um and so like you know you can write that down if you want <laughs> i think you're i think i can see you write it down um that's a perfect example of a way to start even if you get into advertising at some point um, when you're blowing up, like that is a perfect way of, you know, stopping someone in their tracks and being like, Hey, like I'm here. Like, you know, like this, there's this thing that you're missing out on. Um, and so I think this, this came all for, full circle. I like it. Cool. That was cool. Um, I think that, you know, what's cool is, you know, I'm at a place right now where I don't, like I said in the beginning of the episode, I'm at a place right now where I don't have enough leverage or as much leverage as I want. Um, and so for your understanding, leverage meaning uh, the audience size that I want, um, the connections that I want so that um, the pieces of content have um, much more traction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm at a point right now where I'm just going, 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 because I know that I just need to make enough touches so that maybe one touch will be like, oh, that's the point where I get the with the outreach, right? Mm-hmm. And so at a low lever, leverage point, like I'm at right now, I just need to connect with a lot of people, do all these things, try a bunch of different stuff, right? Yeah. And so, you know, my goal is like the first, the first 10 uh, people that come on here, like I want to, like you're in the, you're in the, you're in a spot right now where you're witnessing the beginning of this. This right? is exciting. So, yeah. Right. And so when, when, you know, maybe like, you know, down the road and a year or two when I have, Whenever it is, um, I definitely want to have you back on and recap what we experienced here. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, because I think it's a cool turning point. I think we're gonna get some cool content out of this. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and and chopping it up with me for uh, for for almost an hour now. So yeah, great. It was uh, you made it very easy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. That's the goal. Do you have any plugs? You can't. You got You got to be willing to give yourself a plug. I mean, follow me on yeah. Instagram. What is it? At Jillian, the dream girl. So it's like. Can you spell it? Yeah. Jillian, J-I-L-L-I-A-N dot the dot dream dot girl. Anything else? Um, Shameless plugs? What's that? Shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. No, just uh, check out the website. If you don't dream, there's a five-day program on there um, that gets you dreaming, remembering your dreams. Um, that's fun. And, you know, reach out to me if you want to further explore your dreams, because I'd love to help you get there. Mm. 
I mean, if you've been listening, you realize that there's um, many benefits to this. So there you go. Dream together. There you go. <laughs> Under the covers and dreaming.com. Yes. Under the covers, plural, and dreaming.com. Um, Jillian, I appreciate you coming on here. Um, it's going to be hard to follow up with some other ones because this is so interesting (laughs) and um uh we'll we'll connect and uh i hope uh talk to you soon all right sounds great thanks nick